Hi there, welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. Appreciate y'all tuning in. And it's been a while, you know, like all good things, good things take time. And this episode took some time because, believe it or not, uh, I got burnt. I got little burnt, like, you know, your privates do when you go to the wrong place of town. You end up drinking a little too much. When you end up having a little bit too much fun, if you do it for too long, you end up getting burnt. One way or the other, you can flip and spin that however you want. Um, yeah, I got a little burnt, you know? It gets to the point when you're making... You know, when you're pursuing something and you're making content and shit like that, it just kind of consumes your life. And after a certain point, it's like, you know, I would literally go to things just be like, eh, maybe I'll have something funny to talk to the podcast about. Instead of just like actually living my life and experiencing things, you know? But, um, yeah, so I uh, took a little break over the holidays, spent some time with my shouty, spent some time with uh, my family a little bit friends been going hiking been going outside and uh yeah i haven't just been writing everything down on my phone that i want to talk about on a podcast but you know what we back we back on the mission we back fighting the good fight some crazy shit's happened since um i guess the fucking uh right-wing people decided to take a page out of the left-wing people's playbook and go and loot looting Give me the loot. Give me the loot. That shit is so funny to me, bro. Like, it's crazy. All these, all these news outlets, they're just like, oh my gosh, how could this happen? How could this possibly happen? Because you get a bunch of people on, that you just shit on these people. I'm not, I'm not condoning. I think it's so stupid. Like, I hate, I hate identifying as somebody that's on the right. And I don't even like calling myself a Republican because I don't like group thinking. I don't like attaching myself to somebody else's idea. Like saying you're a something, saying you're a anything that you didn't come up with is just weird to me. You know what I mean? Somebody's like, oh, you're a fucking patriot. No, I'm not. I'm a fucking dude that wants to use my brain and like figure out how I feel about things. And if I happen to align with something else, I happen to align with that. But <laughs> I'm like the guy with the weird hat, the sovereign citizen. Have you guys ever seen those sovereign citizen videos <laughs> where like the weird people are sitting in court over like a traffic ticket? It's like a hundred dollar thing and they're sitting there like, I have the right to place my vehicle anywhere I would like, your honor. And they're like, sir, would you like an attorney? No, I am not a citizen of the United States. I am a sovereign citizen on God's earth. Only God presides over me. And then he ends up like getting a felony, you know, and then the police end up putting their hands on him and be like, get your hands off of me. You will not kidnap me. <laughs> That's just so funny. When people get in these police interactions, like, I just don't get what the fuck they expect, you know? Like, if the cops are talking to you, there's no way of getting out of that conversation unless the cops say, like, okay, we're done. If people get that through their thick fucking skulls, you know, there'd be so much less. Uh, I'm sure there's some dick-ass cops, but there's some dick-ass people when you go anywhere. If I go down to the coffee shop, if I go to five coffee shops right now, 
I'll probably have a great experience at four of them, but one of them, there might be a barista that's having a bad day that doesn't want to answer my stupid question about what a grande, twisted, dick fuck macchiato with a pulverized vagina lick is, you know? She won't want to explain that for the fifth fucking time because God knows what happens. Maybe somebody before came in was just being a huge bitch to her, and now that bitchiness is, like, rubbing off on me. It's the same thing with the cops. Like, just let the cops do their fucking job, you know what I mean? Just let them do their job, but it's so funny. Like... (laughs) The cops will show up and then they'll they'll just want to make sure that you don't have any weapons on you, right? And so the cops just be like, oh, you got any weapons on you? And they just kind of like put your hand on you so you don't run away because that's what people typically do because that's been normalized in culture to like run away from the cops. They'll be like, get your hands off of me. Get, you think yelling at the cop is going to work? When has that ever worked? It's like my cat. It's like these people are like when my cat starts meowing at the door at night at like midnight when I'm trying to play F1 and he wants to go outside and go like, rape a squirrel or whatever the fuck he does when it's that late, you know? He's just pawing at the door. And I tell him, I look him in the eye and I go, Toulouse, when has that ever worked? Has it ever worked once? And he's like, meow. And he goes back to the door and starts scratching it. And then he goes to the bowl. And then he goes to the slider door. And then he goes, meow. And he fucks up the blinds. Then he goes to the window and he meows at the window and fucks up the blinds there. Then he goes back to the door and paws it. And then he goes back to his bowl. Then eventually he hops on the sink and wants some water. And if I ignore him for long enough, he just shuts up and the interaction's over. But he doesn't realize he's not going to go outside until I decide I'm going to let him outside. That's like these people dealing with the cops. (laughs) Fucking sovereign citizens. But anyways, I don't understand how these geniuses that are collecting all the the money from the advertisers. um, That's the thing about the news. Like everybody knows this. Like just stop watching the news. I wish they, I'm not going to say I wish they would have because I don't want to like, God forbid anybody does anything fucking stupid and then, I don't know, because it's not like people make their own decisions, you know what I mean? It's not like anybody makes their own decisions. It's always somebody's fault that everybody do, does what they does. It's not like a group of fucking idiots gets together and just does something. Um, they should be held accountable. I just think it's so crazy, like literally all of 2020. And I mean, I'm like I said, I'm from Seattle, so I see it. You know, and then you turn on the TV and these politicians are like, Antifa is just an idea. No, it's not an idea. Maybe it is an idea, but it's a bunch of fucking basement dwelling dorks that are out there like destroying shit. And they can't and the cops can't do anything about it. You talk to the cops like, yeah, you know, they're bound by the government. And you think about people in government, like people holding office, these are people where if you think about like a governor or like somebody with like a lot of political power, right? You think about like the trajectory of their life. I don't know if you guys know people in politics, but I do. I know politicians. And so it's like their life trajectory was basically having a really good family, never being exposed to any fuckery growing up. Or maybe they were. Maybe they're exposed. Maybe it was the opposite. Okay. But let's just go down this one route. We'll explore the other route. They weren't exposed to a lot of fuckery. And then they get good grades in high school. And then they go off to a university, maybe even like some Ivy League or something like that. And then they like get into their internship and then they're in the political world. Now they're representing just like the common guy or the common woman that are just like working jobs and having to like interact with all this shit. You know, they have no fucking idea how anything works. Like Jay Inslee, he's never had a normal job. This guy's no fucking idea what's going on. And he thinks he's just like the overlord of Washington, but he has no idea what's going on because he's been in politics his whole life and he thinks he needs to like tell people what to do. You know, it's frustrating. And then you get other people that become politicians where it's like the exact opposite where probably me someday uh, they grow up doing all this fuck shit and then they uh, eventually decide you know what I want a little bit of power 
and then they get into that arena and they act all clean. But my whole thing, my whole thing, I'm either going to become a politician or like a cult leader or something like that. And I'm just going to tell people like, I ain't shit. You want to reach my level? Like you want my, my aura, my whole aura is just going to be straight up honest with people. Like, yeah, like I'm fucking stupid. And I know for a fact, all of you are stupid too. So let's be stupid and figure this shit out. I'm not going to act like I know a bunch of shit that you know, but I'm going to put some shit in. I'm not going to be scared to give you a perspective that maybe you didn't think about. Let's figure this out. And then I'll make the decision. If I make the wrong decision, Hey, fuck me. Um, but yeah, to act like this was just some really random thing. And, uh, it's cause historically, right? Historically, uh, the Trump supporters haven't been violent. The Trump supporters haven't been outrageous. That's why when you hear there's a big Trump caravan coming to DC, nobody boarded up their businesses. Like the security was light because they're like, well, these guys are just going to want to come here because they've been the ones taking shit the whole time. They're just going to come here and wave their flags around and like, bunch of rah, 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 like the Alex Jones types are going to be there giving speeches and making money off of it. It's the same shit on the right that it is on the left. These people just like pandering to audiences making money. Uh, <laughs> it's all it is. And yeah, uh, so nobody, nobody expects it. But then like people start getting riled up and these people are getting pissed off. So we're getting pissed off and riled up and then they stormed that bitch. And they did some really dumb shit, and now it sucks getting, uh, you know, clumped in with the left because that's what they've been doing. And then it's so crazy. Then they, then they, <laughs> so stupid these people are, uh, the people on the left, because they set up, they set up barriers around the Capitol and stuff afterwards, you know, because now they're worried about like the right wing rioters. And then, as as per usual, all the lefties show up, like all the BLM and Antifa type people and whoever else, you know. Now they start coming around again and they see all the extra security like, oh, where was this energy on blah, blah, blah? Where were you guys? You're just doing this now because we're black. It's like, no, they're actually there for the right wingers, but you guys decided to show up again and now you're yelling at them because they're security. I don't know, dude. I don't know anymore, bro. People are fucking stupid. Uh, that's just the moral of the stories. We're all just fucking stupid. Here we're going to... Uh, we're going to have to... I don't know if this is fake or not. Somebody told me I should check my sources because I'm... But who cares? I'm not a political guy. I'm a fucking comedian, so I can say what I want. I'm joking. Or at least... <laughs> so it's going to be my cop-out. I'm joking. But it is. Uh, and I don't know how I feel about the vaccine. I'm still kind of... I like joking about how I will just never take it under any circumstance. But, you know, I'm not a big anti-vax guy because... Actually, I'm not an anti-vax guy at all with, like, the typical shit because... You know, you look at polio and you look at all the other shit and I guess I'm just gonna, I'm going to trust the doctors versus the guy with the John Deere hat being like, come on here, sit here and listen to the truth or like the, you know, the like anti-vax house moms and stuff, you know, that with like no medical background that have just watched a lot of YouTube videos and read blogs and shit, you know? and had like the fringe doctors like confirm their beliefs. That's probably like trying to pander to them and sell them books. It's crazy. You can make any type of content. And like, if I were smart, if I were smart with less integrity, I would just pick some fucking lane and just like trash whatever the opposing lane is. And I'd be rich because I'm smarter than 
a lot of those people. Um, I mean, it's like the dumbest thing of me ever to say, but yeah, dude, uh, I'm not sure about this COVID vaccine, but you know, if it's going to make the normal, if it's going to make the world get back to normal and it's proven, if it's proven, well, I don't got to pay for it. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll take it, whatever. <laughs> if I die, I die. I don't really care. I just don't want to be like, I'd rather die than just have like a dick grown out of my ear or something. You know what I mean? Like that video. You guys remember that video? <laughs> that video where, uh, this is how I know people from big accounts follow me and they steal from my shit. And then they like redo it and put it somewhere else. Because I found a video on like the trenches of the internet where like nobody else lurks where, uh, this lady, like the first one to get the vaccine where she's getting it in the arm. And then they splice it with this one movie. I forget. It's like some zombie movie. Then where the grandma's crawling on the ceiling and they got a, sh- she's like possessed and they shoot her with a shotgun. I was the first one to put that on Instagram. Like I put that on Instagram and literally like a half hour later, it was everywhere, but it's okay. Quit, you know, just keep stealing my shit. Like keep stealing from me. It's all good. It's not like I made, it's not like I created that one, but the, the dude, that late, I made this one meme where um, it says eat the rich and then the the picture was like a really nice house. You know, the caption was like college sophomore, eat the rich and then the picture was just like this really nice house because that's what all those people are. And uh, somebody cropped my fucking watermark and then I go and see like, I don't get the fucking meme monopoly. Like, why don't people just give credit? Like, if you have hundreds of thousands of followers, what's the difference of like crediting somebody with their work? Like, I just don't understand it. I legitimately don't understand it. I think I've said it before, but mark my words, like I will never do anybody like that. I will never steal from somebody and not credit them. It's just so fucking weird. Like if I post somebody, if I post something and don't credit somebody, it's because I don't know. And it's been passed around so much and somebody probably just made it for the fuck of it. But some of us are out here trying to get this bread, doing what we love to do. You know, it's a lot of work creating content for everybody. That's another thing when people are like upset when accounts post ads, you know, it's like you'll go pay 50, 60, 70, 80, up to like 200, 300 bucks to go see a rapper, right? And this rapper is just going to start talking about how rich he is and how much cooler than you he is. And you'll give him even more money for it, you know? Or go to the fucking club and just get your money took. It's like, You'll go somewhere where you know people are just trying to get your money and they brag about it in your face. And then when an account entertains you or like when somebody somebody's entertaining you and they have an ad, you're like, oh, you fucking sold out. What do you, do you think people don't have better things to do that entertain your ass for free? The fucking arrogance, dude. Um, but anyways, uh, it, it just depends. So if the vaccine, if the vaccine has any... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a fake ID card if we have to get uh, like passes, you know, because they're saying you need to get a pass to get on a passenger airplane, like a, <laughs> like a vaccine pass. I'm going to go find the guy that I bought my fake ID from back in California back in like 2010. I remember I had the shittiest ID and it was so funny because my buddy at the time, he was dating this chick who owns this like successful uh, bikini company now. And she already came from like her mom was like a model and uh, they were very, very wealthy. And he, he was dating this daughter and uh, she had this white Range Rover. And so it was four dudes, right? Four white guys in this Range Rover, just like driving her car around stunting. And we wanted to go buy fake IDs because the one guy, you know, the, the boyfriend, my, my homie, he, he already had one. 
He's like, yeah, I just went to this place. And uh, there are these Mexican guys down on 8th Street in California, like down in the Mexican hood. And you can just go buy some IDs. And uh, so the three, what was it three? No, one guy already had. So it was four of us and two of them already had them. So then me and this other guy, we wanted to get them. And uh, so we drive down to the Mexican hood, four white boys, four like 19, 20 year old white boys in like a fucking sick white Range Rover. And we just pull up in front of this little, you know, this little, um, like there was a convenience store, like a laundromat, a barber shop, you know, like a little shopping plaza, right? Probably only like 20 parking spots in it. 8th Street, LA, 2010. And then uh, we just sit there. And then before we know it, these Mexican guys, <laughs> they just walk up to the window and they're like, yo, what do you guys want? And then uh, I'm scared, bro. I'm shook. I'm 100% shook ones. Word up, son. Word up. You know, I'm, mo- I'm mob deep at this point. And then my buddy, <laughs> we'll call him Jeremy because that's not his real name, but uh, I remember on his ID because like one of the streets he looked up and uh, the street name was Wilcox. And he was like, Jeremy Wilcox was his ID. And uh, so Jeremy goes, oh, we're here for IDs. And it was like this drunk Mexican guy. I remember he had he was hanging inside the window and he uh, I could smell liquor on his breath. And he's like, come with me, come with me. And something, something wasn't sitting right with me. It just wasn't, it was, it was off. Like something was off. I wanted to go. And then uh, Jeremy was like, no, dude, let's just go. I'm like, Ugh, I don't like this. And he's like, come on. Like he's being very forceful. You know, I'm thinking they're just going to like pull us in somewhere and fucking, you know, take us out of our shoes and like take our wallets and our phones and shit, you know, and like probably jack the car and fucking chop it up or something. We're speaking up, speaking of shout outs to my homie, the swag man. Uh, totally unrelated but he got his car stolen and they stole the (laughs) they stole the roof off his car i know it's not funny to him but in theory like that's the most hood shit ever they came and stole the roof off his car Uh, but anyways back to 2010 california jeremy wilcox 8th street los angeles four white guys in a rich girl's range rover buying fake ids so this Mexican guy standing in the window with skull tattoos on his fingers and a face tattoo with teardrops and shit is like drunkenly, aggressively telling me to get out of the car and follow him. I'm like, nah, I don't really want to do this. My buddy gets out. He fucking dips. He goes with the other Mexican guy because now there's like 10 of them standing around us just staring. That's such a like Mexican guy thing to do. Like, I love Mexican guys, but like when one of them shows up and stares, all of a sudden 10 of them stare and they're all talking Spanish. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Because one time I broke down in a Mexican neighborhood too. These guys are just like, yeah, come on, we'll take it. We'll take it to my homies. And he's like getting aggressive that I'm not just like, it wasn't my car, it was my friend's car. He's like getting aggressive that we don't want to just like push our car to his friend's house. Like, no, like we're calling AAA, bro. Because <laughs> you know, there's like a crowd of 20 of them just staring at us. And uh, luckily he was black, his, my friend. Um... Anyways, so I follow the guy with the skull tattoos on his knuckles into this little barber shop, okay? And I'm wearing a white t-shirt and if you guys, I kind of look like I kind of look like Eminem in the 90s. That's what I look like. I've been told that my whole life except now, you know, I have a beard or whatever. But at the time especially, you know, I had like the shaved head, blonde hair, wearing a white t-shirt. I just looked like Eminem. And uh pasty boy. 
And so they go and sit me down in this chair in front of this white wall and wearing a white t-shirt. <laughs> and the guy tries to take my picture and I'm like too pasty. So they're like, oh, here, put this on. And they put this like corduroy, this like green corduroy <laughs> shitty jacket of like a blazer, like an old college professor blazer with like patchy elbows. <laughs> they tell me to wear it. And I don't know why. I'm like, uh, it stinks like smoke. So I put it on. I sit back in the barber chair and they take my picture. And it was so like, it was, it, this was so hood and it was so different for me because, you know, at the time I was living in like a small town, just visiting. God, I must've been even younger. I was like either 18 or 19 because I moved to California when it's like 1920. But uh, I'm just thinking like, what if a fucking cop or anybody walks in here? But I guess there's no way in hell some cop would walk into this like hood ass Mexican barbershop. And then so they're like, yeah, just come back, uh, give us the money and then come back in a half hour. And I wanted to be like, well, how about I give you the money when I come back? He's like, no, money now. I was like, all right, fuck. So I give him the money and I come back and the ID they gave me, dude, I had like my face was like orange, like Trump's face. And like my hair was just like piss yellow. And then uh, the picture was like super zoomed out and you could take the ID and you could touch it. Like if you would take two separate corners, you could like touch the corners together. And then it like started delaminating. And like, I remember I, I would go to clubs and shit like that. And a lot of times I knew the bouncers and whatnot. So it wasn't a big deal. But I remember, <laughs> I remember one time, I think it was, uh, I think it was Playhouse. What was it Playhouse? It might've been Playhouse in Hollywood. Yeah. Cause I usually knew the, yeah, I usually knew the guy. It was somebody I didn't know. And uh, he took my ID and he bent it corner to corner, but I was with a bunch of girls and he just like looked at me and he just like waved us in. And that was the last time I ever used that ID. Um, anyways. Um, speaking of Hollywood, dude, I've been thinking about this a lot. I don't get the big deal with fucking actors. Like, why do we give a fuck about actors? Act, it's like literally these people are professional liars. Much respect to them because I could never do it or maybe I could do it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I'm not interested in it. I don't want to be on camera ever. Um, but they're literally just like professional liars. Then why do I give a fuck? Like, like if I met Al Pacino tomorrow, right? It's not like I'm meeting Scarface. I'm meeting the guy that pretended to be Scar Scarface. You know what I mean? Like, why, why do we idolize people that pretend to be actual cool people? Why isn't... So if I go and watch a movie about uh, a really cool plumber, right? If I go and watch a drama about like... Let's say Leonardo DiCaprio is playing a plumber with like a wife with AIDS and like a kid that murders somebody. He just has like a hard life, but like the movie is really moving, you know? And then I see that actor. Let's not use Leo as a bad example because he's just a dope guy. Some, some random actor, right? Then if I see that actor in real life, I'm like, oh my God, you were the fucking plumber from that movie. Like, holy shit. Why is it, why is it any different? You know, why is it any different from like the real plumber? Like, why am I not just as impressed by the real plumber as the guy that played the plumber? You know, I don't understand it. I guess people are literally pretending to be other people and we idolize them for it. And then we let them influence things in the real world. It's like, what the fuck do they know about the real world? They don't know anything about the real world. They live literally in a pretend world. And then for some reason, their word carries weight. Makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to you, boy. Na, 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 na. 
Really nothing makes sense to me anymore. Nothing makes sense to me anymore just in general. But I don't know. I don't know if that makes me fucking stupid or not. Um, You know what always made me feel stupid though is school. School always made me feel really stupid. And as I get older, excuse me, uh, as I get older, I realize all school, like if you're a younger person, listen to this and you're struggling in school, like if you just can't wrap your head around it, like your grades, you're trying or whatever, literally all it is is following directions. Somebody like me is never going to be good in school because I'm not good at following directions. I want to make a way. I want to find a way. I want to find the best way to do it. I want to solve problems. I want to create things. So for me, just like following directions is a fucking nightmare in school always made me feel really stupid because of that. And you know what? Took me a lot to uh, realize these things. But anyways, let's deal. Let's go with the lighthearted, more lighthearted part of the show where I answer some of y'all's questions. If you guys have any relationship questions, um, please send them to lordpettypodcast at gmail.com. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's dig up some boys right here. Questions in general, you know? If you guys have anything, uh, you guys have anything you want me to speak on, like Nancy Pelosi's pussy, or you know, Hillary Clinton's dingleberries, hit me up. All right, let's here we go threesome history <laughs> okay all right so i met this girl in july and we started getting serious in december i'm 29 she's 29 and i'm thinking about making it official one thing that keeps bothering me is that in the past she had a threesome with an ex now when i first heard i w- <laughs> oh. now when i first heard i was whatever whatever it's in the past but the thing is i've never been in a threesome and I've always wanted one. I think every guy's always wanted to have a threesome, as long as it's with two chicks. Um, those pornos are always so weird to me, where it's like, you know, three guys just tearing a girl up. Because <laughs> I know guys that are into those. And, um, there's nothing gay about the guys, but they just like seeing the chick just getting toned up. I wouldn't want to touch tips or anything, dude. It's weird to me. Uh, but the thing is, I've never been at threesome. I always wanted one. So we're getting more comfortable and we're talking about kinks or fantasies. And I told her about my threesome fantasy and asked if she would help fulfill. I did it like, what? Fulfill, I did it like, show me the ropes. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Like, you were like, hey, I want to have a threesome. Show me the ropes. It's actually pretty funny. She said no. Now I'm feeling like, why would she want to share... Like, why would she want to share herself like that, but not with me? I guess it's bothering me more than it should. I love hanging out. And when we're together, it doesn't bother me. But then I get home and have time to think. Um, I guess what I would do is uh, see if she had a good time, you know? Like, maybe she didn't like it. Depends how she was talking about it, you know? If she was... <laughs> if she said, hey, I had a threesome, yeah, it was terrible, it, like, fucked up my relationship and made everything bad, then, yeah, it's probably why she doesn't want to have one. Another angle is that maybe she really likes you, too, and then if she really wants to date you, she wants you to herself, and then maybe her last threesome, depending on... If it was with two... Like, I would have a hard time, and I know this is... uh 
what's the word? Hypothet not hypothetical, hypocritical. Like if I found out that my girl had been with two guys at the same time, I'd be kind of like, you know, that would kind I don't know, would eat something. I can't put it into words, but it would kind of eat something at my soul. <laughs> that's just being honest, you know? I'd be like, oh man, that's if that's no one that's even like within her wheelhouse, you know? Like it would kind of <laughs> it would kind of fuck me up, but if I found out like that like my girlfriend and her ex had a threesome with another girl and it really just like fucked up their relationship and she doesn't want to have another one, I I would understand that. But then also I would figure like, well, if you know, it was just like this really like drunk night stupid thing during a summer or something like that and like her and her friend decided to fuck this one guy who was just, you know, some guy and they weren't going to have to see him again. That's another thing. So I, I, it's kind of hard because, you know, you don't want to probe and dig, but I would try to probe and dig as much as you can without making it uncomfortable. I would, you know, maybe you already know this info, but you didn't include this info. I would find out who the guy was, was involved with the threesome. And if it was two dudes, I'm going to be honest, like I'm, I'm, it would weird me the fuck out for whatever reason. I have no logical reason, but if it was Another dude and another chick, I would find out the circumstances, then compare them to yours and look at it that way. Okay. Am I just being jealous or is there a problem in my relationship? My boyfriend and I have been dating for almost two years. And recently things have been happening that have been making me jealous. But I'm not sure if I'm overreacting or not. I need to start having Shody do these with me. Um, because it's kind of hard. Well, I never mind. The other day, I was looking at something in his phone and came across a text message from a girl whose name I didn't recognize. I clicked on the message and saw that they text and he's been inviting her and her friends to hang out with him and his friends and inviting her to bars with him and his crew. He trying to fuck. He's trying to have, <laughs> he's trying to have a threesome. I brought it up to him last night and he brushed it off saying it was just hanging out. And it's like, God, relationships suck, dude. If you can't trust people, like, I don't know. Like, don't give people reasons to not trust you, you know? I expressed how I felt about it, and we talked about it a bit. But I still can't get over it, and it's driving me crazy. I can't understand why he wanted to hang out with a girl he barely knows. He trying to fuck when he literally, when I literally live five minutes away. Because you're underestimating the level of scum that men are. <laughs> Dudes don't care if a girl has a boyfriend or if they have a girlfriend or if, I'd say probably probably until I was like 25, 26. Like I didn't care. Like I didn't care if a chick had a boyfriend. I didn't give a fuck. But then you like hear the horror stories about people like getting shot in the back of the head and stuff. I was like, yeah, I shouldn't be fucking around with someone else's girlfriend. And then um, just in general. Um... I also get extremely jealous when he likes pictures of girls he doesn't know on Instagram. Nah, he should get over that. He just follows them because they're hot and only like pictures of them in a bikini. I, I'm sorry, but you're gonna have to you have to pick your battles there. I think it comes down to me not having enough self confidence, but it still bugs me. No, the IG well, the IG thing, yeah. I mean that's you know telling a girl to not follow whores on IG is like, hey bro. Stop breathing air. 
as far as him asking chicks to hang out, your dude sounds like, I mean, you're dating a bro. Sounds like your dude is fucking horny. You guys are probably younger. And, uh, <coughs> uh, God. Coronavirus. Oh, you guys, I've been, what, I've been like 10 days, 10 days jewel-free now. It's been kind of crazy. Um, feel a lot better, though. But my bod, dude, I'm just, I'm like doing a reverse cum shot everywhere I go. It's just like shit just coming out of my face. Like I went hiking. Such an avid hiker now. It's so crazy when you don't like drink or do drugs or smoke or do anything. And you got to like start filling in the leisure time with leisure activities like walking and (laughs) shit like that. And uh, but yeah, it's just like I went hiking and I was just constantly just like hawking up shit, you know. It was literally just, like I said, it's like the reverse of a cum shot. I just, everything coming out of my face. Um, anyways. Anyways, I appreciate y'all so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Appreciate you tuning in to the Lord Petty Podcast. Please tell a friend if you enjoy it. They probably enjoy it. My voice is almost cracked there. Um. Yeah, please leave a rating if you're listening in Apple. Please go to the the Starboy and leave five stars. Leave a funny review. And I appreciate y'all so much. Until next week, love y'all. We out this bitch. Peace.